Hello, I'm Harvey Lockhart. I'm the founder, executive, and artistic director for Heal Center for the Arts. Welcome to our Intellectual Artist Series Student Podcast. This student-led podcast is where our students learn and discuss the arts discipline that they're studying from the history, the culture, the business behind it, anything you can think of arts related, our students are talking about it. Stay tuned and we know that you'll enjoy today's episode. Hello, my name is Asia Brandley and I'm from Hill Center for the Arts and today we'll be launching our Intellectual Artist Series. And so today we're going to dive into the life of Ernie Wilkins and we're going to talk about his life and his music as a saxophonist as well as a composer. And so right here next to me, I actually have Walter Turner and he and I are both students at Hill and we both have had like the honor of just researching and going into detail and just learning about Ernie Wilkins. And I would say it was really an exciting process. Like, what do you think? Yeah, even though in the beginning, most of the songs seemed like frightening from like the speed they had. But after, after studying it and actually putting the work into it, I saw that it's, yeah, Ernie really knew what he was doing. Because I know for me, I was actually like on a hunt to find like obituaries and so many different things about him, which I, you know, sent to you. But I was actually at the St. Louis Community College Library to look. And I also went to the Lewis and Clark Library, um, a local St. Louis County Library, uh, to try to find as much information as I could. But it was really, it was actually difficult, but I would say I enjoyed it. It was really fun. Yeah, and like in order to like better and deeply more understand the music, I would say I, I went deeper into like the recordings and mm -hmm. through many of his albums, especially like, you know, the one we got our music from, the um, Not So Big Big Band, I believe that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah, I um, took time. Almost Big Band. Almost Big Band, excuse me. <laughs> and I took time to research and listen to most of the music and actually took time to transcribe and learn some of his style of playing. Like I actually mm -hmm. learned one of his licks and played it during my solo during our recording learning the music. Yeah. And so, when it came to like learning about him, um, I actually learned quite a bit. You know, he was born in St. Louis and he was also raised here. Mm -hmm. um, and for much of his time, he did spend here and he did a lot. He did a lot like with a lot of big bands. He also was um, really connected with Clark Terry, which as you know, and all of us probably know that he's like also a great St. Louis legend. And so what would you say is probably one of the most interesting things that you learned? Um, like, um, I would say probably how like when he moved from St. Louis and like he went to Denmark, mm -hmm. like it like it took that gap or not necessarily that gap, that cap or that barrier off his career. And he mm -hmm. could like truly shine when he left her. Like for some reason, that's like really interesting to me, even though a lot of people don't necessarily say that St. Louis is a like a block. But like when he left and they said that he necessarily like was open and discover his true potential. That was right. like one of the most interesting things that I had to, that I got to experience or yeah. read about. Yeah. Cause I know, um, although he did live much of his life here and he accomplished a lot, you know, because he yeah. got to work with so many musicians. Um, and thanks to Clark Terry in 1951, he actually, you know, was able to get him on with one of the biggest big bands mm -hmm. and one of the best big bands, which was Count Basie. And so I think, I find it very interesting because when you think of like Count Basie and like also, you would think that that is like just such great success. Like if you're working with Count Basie, like isn't that enough? Ooh, yeah. Right, like he got to work with Count Basie, Sarah Vaughn. He also um, worked with Earl Hines. And so when you think about that, you're like, well, isn't that enough? But for him, you know, like how you mentioned, when he moved to Denmark, 
Um, he actually moved in 1980s, like within 1980s. And for him, it was like a, like a really big thing and he was able to accomplish more and that's where he established his big band, the Almost Big Band. And so let's go back to Basie actually. So when you think about the impact he had on his career, like, so how do you think that impact was? Like how significant that impact was? Like it, I feel like it like kickstarted his, not necessarily like his sense, but like his big band sense, like mm -hmm. it showed him like a true big, like a true big band leader. Right. And it showed him like how to run a big band. Cause you know, Basie was, Basie was, he was, he was bad, you know what I mean? He was like, <laughs> Basie's impact was so significant and great that he went as far as to, you know, recreate a song named Basie, titled Basie, in, you know, honor of him. And we also did the same. And so we hope you guys enjoy our rendition of Basie, um, the arrangement by Ernie Wilkins and our honor of Basie. Thank you. 
after playing that, what was your like your most challenging part? Was it like Lockhart? Was he your most challenging part? Like, <laughs> Very much so. Oof, no, but um, I would say I really I had a lot of fun just like recording all the songs actually. But Basie was actually I would say it was challenging, you know, because not only do I have the lead, it's the trumpet, and then um, I was actually on the first part. It was it was something about just like notes. I just was I was cracking the notes a lot in rehearsal, and mm -hmm. you know, Lockhart would come up to me and say. You have to make sure you're accurate on your notes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying. So I would say that that was, you know, really fun. But what about you? Yeah, I say, like, the hardest part was just keeping up necessarily with the speed of the mm -hmm. song. Because it's like, it was just so, so, you know, fast. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, this is not, it's not really what I'm used to, you know. So I would say that that was, like, necessarily the only hard part. The notes were, that was pretty I could get them easily. But and I would say also, I remember in rehearsal, there was literally like one part y'all were like articulating it wrong. Mm -hmm. And anytime, like I heard, you know, he's always in his office. But as soon as he heard that part, he would literally get up. Come on, and, uh, y'all. Right? <laughs> y'all not gonna stop. Cool. So I would say I really enjoyed it though. But honestly, I would say that tune itself is like, it's like a really great piece, I would say, to symbolize Basie. And I think we also did a really great job embodying that and going through that, so I'm really grateful for the opportunity. And this concludes our first episode of the Intellectual Artist Series. And if you guys would like to hear more from us, make sure you guys tune in next time because there's more coming. And if you'd like to keep in touch with us on other social media platforms, such as YouTube, Facebook, or even Instagram, you can check us out at Hill Center for the Arts, which is H-E-A-L, Center for the Arts, as well as our website, which is H-E-A-L, Center for the Arts.org. And thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we can't wait for the next one. Thank you for tuning in. Our Ernie Wilkins series is in collaboration between Hill Center for the Arts and the Jazz Edge Orchestra. Our student musicians are members of the North County Big Band in collaboration with the Sheldon Concert Hall. Special thanks goes out to the Sheldon for the audio and visual recordings of the students, the Cranesburg Arts Foundation for providing the space to record this series, and the Wilkins family for your support. This series was made possible by the financial support of the Missouri Arts Council and the Regional Arts Commission. Our director and founder is Harvey Lockhart. Student moderators are Asia Brantley and Walter Turner. Our production manager and designer is Brandon Brinkley. Thanks for joining us. If you are enjoying our series, please like and subscribe to our Intellectual Artist Series wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more about our programs, please visit us on our website at www.healhealcenterforthearts.org. Again, that's www.healhealcenterforthearts.org. And while you're there, go ahead and make a tax-deductible donation to further support our work. Thank you, and we'll catch you next time.